What's up, everybody? This is Eve with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. For those of you who don't know, I'm a physical therapist, and this podcast is dedicated to giving you the right health and fitness information that is both practical, actionable, and evidence-based. This is season two of the podcast, and we are so excited. We're going to have a little less interviewing. We're going to do some more topic-based discussions with myself and some of the made-to-move physical therapy and performance team. Maybe have some guest hosts out there. We are so excited for season two. Thank you so much for joining us and supporting us. If you have any questions for me or the crew, just search Healthy Charleston on Instagram or you can reach out to us directly at made to move pt.com that is the number two thanks so much see you soon what's up charleston today i sat down with james ingeser the owner of hustle one fitness so hustle one fitness actually just celebrated their one year anniversary which is super awesome to hear they've grown a ton in the past year even throughout covid We talked about how Hustle One began, why he decided to open a gym, and where he sees Hustle One going in the future. Hustle One's mission is to help a thousand people in Charleston be fit and healthy, and we're excited to see how Hustle One continues to impact our community. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Today we have James Ingeser, owner of Hustle One Fitness. So, thank you for being here. Happy to have you. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. So, last time you were here, you were in a little bit of a different situation. So, last time you were working, you were owning, managing, analog, right? Mm -hmm. All right. And so, obviously, you've made a lot of changes since then. Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about your journey to now owning your own gym. It's been one year Yep, now, today, right? yep, today is actually the one-year anniversary oh of Hustle God. One Fitness. Congratulations. Yep. Yeah, thank you. Um, this past year has been a wild ride, sort of crazy to open yeah. a business for the past six months in like a pandemic, but besides all that, yeah, a lot of changes in my own personal life, um, obviously switching sort of career paths, going to uh, opening Hustle One Fitness, and honestly, I couldn't be happier. With... That was like your dream, Yeah, right? correct. Yep. Definitely. So when you say switching career paths, like what were you doing before? Well, I was owning another gym, but you know, just like thinking about where I want to sort of take my life and what I want to do, not only for my personal life, but you know, my future family's life and Mm -hmm. setting up something, you know, for that. Um, I just had a bigger picture in mind and just, uh, just a different way I wanted to go about living my life so that I could work towards like my perfect day. Um, what is your perfect day? Yeah, perfect day. Uh, I love this question because this is what I ask anybody who I talk about, like hiring, potential hires or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, my perfect day is probably waking up somewhat early. I'm an early riser anyways, but you know, having coffee with Abby and the pup, making breakfast, taking a slow morning, maybe working on the gym or working on the business, going in for the noon class, working out, um, coaching and training some clients, and then being back for dinner. You know, that's my perfect day. Yeah. Um, not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Really, it's really hard to achieve that in the first year, oh my but God. Yeah. Uh, working towards yeah. that. Yeah, working towards that. I feel like the first year is like, lol. It's such a hustle. Like, actually, like, yeah. you're the only coach, Correct. right? I've been the only coach. Well, I had a previous coach, um, and she was great, Ashley, um, but she took a, a bigger and better job with Boeing. 
Oh, right? okay. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I was like all for that, which is great for her. But um, besides that, yeah, I've been the only coach for the past 11 months, and I just brought on, on another coach, Adam, who's doing a tremendous oh, job. Oh, nice. That's yeah, awesome. So far. Yep. Congrats. And he's doing great, so... Um, and it helps. It helps tremendously, yeah. like, having those, like, 10 to 12 extra hours per week oh, God, to be... Because like, you were coaching every single class, and yeah. you were there all the time. Yeah, up at 4 a.m., leave the gym at 7.30 p.m. Mm. That's pretty much it, so... Yeah. Yeah, for the first... Yeah, you're right. It was just a grind. It was just a hustle. Um, you know, like, the week to week, you don't... I mean, like, Abby and I, we haven't had dinner together Abby's my fiance for anybody who doesn't know that. We haven't had dinner together. His dog. Maybe. Yeah, not my dog. <laughs> That's River. Uh, I don't know who, who has more follows on Instagram oh, or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, we haven't, maybe in the last year we've had dinner together on the weekday, maybe less than 10 times. Dang. You know, because it's yeah. just. That's just the lifestyle. Definitely, yeah. So it's a sacrifice not only for me, but for her as well. Yeah, but it's like for the end goal. It's, it's a long game. Correct. For sure. Yeah. So you started doing like workouts at your like apartment or like what was that transition? Because I remember seeing a little bit. About yeah, that. so um, before I opened Hustle One, like in the summer, um, like we opened it September 1st. So, you know, leading up to the summer, I really just wanted to try and. Um, differentiate myself and sort of get my name out there mm-hmm. um, and so what I just started doing I and like in my current situation I didn't have a home gym I didn't have a gym yeah. you know I can drop into different gyms you know in Charleston and people are very generous allowing like myself to work out there which is great um, different gym communities but you know mostly I have my apartment gym and so I was just thinking I was like you know what I bet there's people in my situation who one don't want to pay for a gym membership or two, that's all they have, or that's all they have time, like 30 minutes. So I started something called Hustle 20. Yeah. And it was just literally like 20-minute workouts that you can just, you know, do it, get in, get out, go about your day and get a good workout in. Um, and that's what I just sort of started doing just to get my name out there, get that Hustle name out there, mm-hmm. you know, and start identifying with Hustle One Fitness once that was yeah. all announced. Um, and that was just sort of to get my programming style out there as well. Um, and you'll be, you don't need fancy equipment, as you probably know. You don't need fancy equipment yeah. or a big gym or all the bells and whistles to be able to get a really good workout in. Definitely. So that was yeah. sort of the goal of that. And you don't need a lot of time to do it either. Yeah, 20-minute workout is actually a pretty long workout when you think of, like, what CrossFit is used to. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the workouts were just that. Get your dumbbell, maybe set up your bike, your jump rope, mm-hmm. whatever, and just go. Just go. Start the clock from zero, go to 20, do whatever it says, and then that's it. So what was the process like after that? So you were doing the Hustle 20s for a while, and then were you looking for space? Were you always planning on having your own space? Yeah, so definitely. Um, Yeah, I knew I wanted to open a physical location, physical gym. Um, Once I started Hustle 20, I didn't know where Hustle 1 would eventually be. Um, So we're located in West Ashley off Savannah Highway um, by the Lexus dealership. Hashtag shameless plug. Um, <laughs> super Wait, easy to get to. Do you work at the Lexus dealership? No, but near it. It's just a oh, landmark okay. people know. Oh, okay. We're off of 526, oh like a mile down the road. <laughs> um, no, but uh, it was just like that. I, I took a lot of looks at different locations, and you know what I was looking for the price point, and mm-hmm. the location was number one. 
Um, I knew eventually we would grow into the space. Yeah. Um, and right now we're like at that capacity right now, which is great. Yeah, you had to get a new rig, right? Yeah, I had yeah. to get a whole new awesome. rig. Um, still don't have enough squat racks, but that's all right. <laughs> Making do. Do you um, ever have enough squat racks? I don't know. Though? Probably not. I don't think you can. Probably not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just looking at trying to find a spot. And um, during that whole summer, it was pretty much um, wake up start writing out things I wanted to do for my gym one day, start planning it, look for a space, meet with realtors and all that stuff, landlords, and just try and figure it out from there. Did you have any business coaching or did you do it all on your own? No, yeah. So I'm part of a two-brain business, which is a gym mentorship group. Nice. Um, Yeah, my success right now would not be without two-brain for sure. So um, I had to lock up a location before I was able to start working with a mentor. Oh, okay. Yep. So, word of advice for any small business owner, any business owner, get a mentor. Yeah. You need a fitness coach, you need a nutrition coach, you also need a business yeah. coach. Everybody needs a coach. 100%. For yeah. Sure. It doesn't matter what you do, you just need somebody that can look objectively at what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and lead you in the right path. So, and yeah, so I started with them before the gym was even open. Um, setting up all the systems, all that stuff, so that once we get going, it's not like playing catch-up. Yeah. You know? So, what do you feel like, like, what did you want your gym to have that no one else had? Like, what makes you different? Yeah, I wanted it to be a place, and it's become that, where it's um, just a solid community vibe that um, everybody from top down feels a part of. Um Everybody, no matter your ability or anything like that, everybody is just intermixed into our Hustle One community. And, you know, with that being said, I wanted it to, I wanted a Hustle One brand to be more than just, you know, your hour a day. I wanted it to be a pillar in your life so that it's something you physically, emotionally, mentally can't live without, you know? So I wanted Hustle One to expand past our four walls and into people's lives. Mm -hmm. And I think we've done a good job with that so far. Um, especially with COVID, we, yeah. you, you had to, if you didn't do that, you probably not open right now, you know? That's um, true. Yeah. If you don't have that community. Yeah. Didn't do well. Um, and I just wanted it to be a place where people, you know, from the couch can come in, find a program for them and have success with it where they can feel comfortable. If they don't want to do group classes, we have a great personal training program. Um, and you have your own place in the gym where you can do PT, so oh, okay. you might not be have that fear of like, oh man, everybody's looking at me, yeah. type of thing. Um, and right now, we also offer a lot of online, so oh, okay. we have a lot of different things going on just so that um, Hustle One can be for anybody. Like our slogan is "Your Fitness First. You know, it's never been about us or the gym; it's always been about you. And so everything we do, you know, our first conversation is a goal setting session where we just talk about your goals, set goals, and every 30 days we'll sit back down and re-go over your goals. Mm -hmm. We do that with everybody. That's awesome. Yeah. Monthly check-ins. Correct. Um, It could be, we just, where we are, where we want to go, let's see what we can do to bridge that gap. Because you've had a lot of success stories, I feel like, on Instagram. Like a lot of people have made, like a lot, just have had a lot of success, like whether that's like losing weight or getting a PR, like doing this race, I feel like it's. I see it a lot. Yeah, it's, it's awesome to see for sure. It's just like the the wide range of people's accomplishments. Definitely, and I think that came from a lot of my mentality. Like I was super competitive. Yeah, you know, went to Waterpalooza. Really? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> went to Waterpalooza. You know, two hours in the gym working out. Yeah. You know, things like that. Um, open all that stuff. Um, and I think 
once I started Hustle One, I was like, man, I can't do that anymore. You know, so I need to shift my mentality that I'm going to display, you know, across from my community. And it really shifted from like worrying about how much weight is on the bar to worrying about how happy I am with the person in the mirror. And that's what it shifted towards for me. And so I think that's what helped me set that up for a lot of people. And that's why people have had great success, like losing that amount of weight, 20 pounds in three months. You know, it's not just that, but it's that whole lifestyle change that sort of shifted for a lot of people. And it's Um, like just getting the work done, not like judging yourself for what you did or didn't do. Like what's written on the board. Correct. You're like putting the pressure on yourself to like, I have to work out for two hours a day or I'm not fit. Correct. Yeah. And it's just about consistency. It doesn't really matter what you do, you know, working out, running, you know, yoga, whatever it is, as long as you're consistent with it. You know, a lot of the workouts I write, I don't put weights down. You know, because I want you to do whatever you can for this workout in this isolated time so that you get your best workout. I don't want you to chase 150 pounds just because I wrote it down and it's going to be, that's not in line with your goals. So what do you think about that? Because I know, obviously, there's a lot of gyms are like RX. They write the RX and you scale from there. But then recently I've seen a lot of gyms that don't put anything like that. Yeah. So how do you program? Yeah, definitely. Um, First and foremost... I obviously program generally just for a whole community, but it's customized on the day-to-day for um, each individual, you know, so depending, that's why we have these goal-setting sessions, so as a coach and, you know, owner, I know more or less where everybody is with what they want to achieve just through fitness, so it's super easy for me to be like, hey, I know what you're trying to achieve with your goals, I know you want this, let's just back the weight off a little bit more so you can hit it with a little bit more intensity, You know, that could be person A. Person B is like, I know you want to put on some muscle. I know this is your thing. So let's add 10 more pounds, you know, maybe five pounds more than you're comfortable just to um, get that stimulus and add a little bit more muscle and strength there. So I think it comes with that, you know. And like I said, it just all comes down to being a pillar in their life. And I don't want anybody to not be sure and confident that hustle one is providing them with the best workout that takes them one step closer to their goals every day yeah um and that's pretty much comes down to but to each their own however you want to program yeah and i mean we don't have different ways yeah we don't have a competitive community that we don't even have muscle up rings Hmm, i didn't notice that yeah yeah Yeah, so like what made you decide obviously you were coming from a place that was very competitive yeah what do you think flipped the switch for you to be like, well, I, I actually don't want a competitive gym. Like, I want to target general population. Um, so it was my personal, you know, belief with, like, what I said earlier with, like, man, I don't have two hours a day to work out. You know, I got to let something go or something's going to suffer really bad. You know, and it was like, I'd rather not let let my personal aspirations go a little bit. Yeah, I want to compete and do all that stuff, but I had to let that go because the bigger picture was Hustle One with what it would eventually do for myself and the community. Um, but honestly, I think it is because um, Hustle One Fitness is its own brand. Yeah. You know, so I think it has a um, better appeal to a lot of people in the community because they don't know what it is. Hmm. We're not tied to any larger company or parent brand. We're our own individual small business. So somebody brand new to fitness doesn't have any perceived... Yeah, you can't make... like You can't have misconceptions about something you know about. It's not CrossFit. Correct. So, yeah. And I think that's where that was sort of derived from. And I think that itself, just in the name and just being its own independent brand, mm-hmm. attracted 
the people who we have, you know, and um, it's not people who are chasing. Obviously, yeah, we lift heavy. We like to get strong. Yeah. We, have a, we have a gold star board. So I, any, I've seen it. Yeah, everybody Abby loves PR'd it. The yeah, other day. She <laughs> it. first PR in a year. But like anybody <laughs> who lifts heavier or they get a gold star in Wattify, we celebrate that. So we're real big on celebration and just accomplishments. You know, because where else in people's lives are they getting a high five or a good job? Yeah. You know, maybe not at work. You know, if they're in that day-to-day, especially now, if they're not seeing anybody, they're just working from home. Yeah. You know, so we're also their only source of interaction. We have a lot of people who, you know, they're still super COVID safe, Mm -hmm. but, you know, they're, I'm using air quotes, risk, (laughs) you know, is going to the gym versus going out to eat. They would rather, air quote, risk it, you know, being around people at a gym versus being around people at a restaurant. Yeah, like if you're going to have to go out. Correct. You're going to have to be around people. They'd rather go to the gym versus a restaurant. And we're all about celebrating. We're all about putting people on podiums just because, um, I don't know, that's just what we do. When we have something called Right Spot Friday. So every Friday, our Facebook group blows up with people, our members, who post the right spots. It could be, I I hit a gold star. It could be, I got a promotion at work. It could be, I'm going on vacation. It could be anything. I feel like that really helps cultivate the community. Correct. When you're not always, like a lot of the right spots and the gold stars are like about what they did in the gym. Correct. But they also have a lot to do with like their lives outside the gym and like them just as a whole. Yeah. And that's where we separate ourselves with... Yeah. You know, people are willing to sort of open up about their personal lives. And, you know, I ask, and I know a lot of people's, like, personal lives, what they're doing on the weekends, things like that, how their kids' baseball games were going, things yeah. like that, you know, because I want to, and I want to cultivate that place where people feel comfortable yeah. to be able to not just be like, I go in for my hour a day, don't talk to anybody, Because what would make you different? You'd be like a gold chef. Yeah, correct. That's not your goal no. at all. Yeah. So was your plan always to stay like deaffiliated and be your own thing? Or I didn't know if you had ever like even thought about going to do the the whole CrossFit thing. Um, no, it never really crossed my mind. Yeah. Honestly, you know, I just from day one, from the start, ever since like Abby and I were sitting on the couch just chatting and we came up with the idea of Hustle One Fitness and, you know, thinking about it more and more, I just sort of ran with it. Like, I want this to be my own brand that is separate from anything else and not big and not part of a larger parent company mm-hmm. or anything like that and I want to be I want to have it different I feel like a lot of people just don't even think that's an option like and like because I'm like why else would you especially now when everyone's realized you don't need CrossFit like why do you think that maybe why people didn't why do people not open gyms all the time that aren't CrossFit I, I don't know. I never really thought about it. I think it become. I think it's from the fact that, you know, I mean, I don't want to generalize or speak for anybody, um, but being a CrossFitter, that's all. You, that's what you know. That's what you're comfortable with. So it makes yeah. sense to have a CrossFit gym or affiliate with CrossFit because that's what you know and that's what you love. You know, the methodology is great. Everything that you know CrossFit does is great. You know, so I think it's that level of. Like, I'm used to it. I know CrossFit, I support it, and I preach it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to open a CrossFit gym. Yeah. Um, it's like but, the concepts are the same. Like, strength training and aerobic capacity. Yeah, like, across correct. the board. Correct. Like, I would say, like, the methodology is the same with any fitness regimen. It's, it's, so it's like, why do we feel married to this name when they don't really dictate anything? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, being, like, a previous affiliate mm-hmm. owner... 
um, I didn't see any benefit for myself or my future members um, just having that word on my name. Yeah. How, how did you come up with Hustle One? Sitting on the couch and <laughs> like, bouncing around names. What about this one? She's yeah. like, no, that one's not good. No, that one's not good. Uh, I don't know. I wanted it to be something I could stand to live, like Hustle One. Okay, yeah, like without having to say the whole thing. Yeah, like I got yeah. Hustle One. Like obviously Hustle, sort of gym related. <laughs> one, <laughs> because it's the first number, I guess, <laughs> after zero. Hustle zero. <laughs> no, no, that one doesn't work. It's like Coke Zero. No. Um, is there going to be a Hustle 2? So, a funny story. Oh, gosh. There sort of already is a Hustle 2 and 3. Abby's brothers give me a lot of um, jest for their own personal home gyms that they oh, call Hustle 2 I and see. Hustle 3. <laughs> but, That's uh, funny. Hustle yeah. 2 and Hustle 3. But, uh, no, there'll be a one Hustle 1. So, now you've got a year under your belt. So, was the year... Was it... What you expected? Were things crazy? Like, how did your first year go? Um, I mean, my first year went amazing. It really did. Like, looking back on it, despite COVID, yeah. um, I think that's the best thing that could have happened for a new gym. Really? Yes. Why? Because it's going to show if you're going to make it or if you're not. That's true. And it's going to show if your people trust you or if they don't. And it's, it's really going to show, like, how dedicated you are. Mm-hmm to your members and it's going to show who you are as a gym owner and an actual person you know so I mean we grew during COVID that's awesome the gym I still have members I still have people I train online who I've never met six months later in person yeah you know I meet with I meet with a couple people two to three times a week online and we train and we work out together uh, during our sessions and we never met in person before that's cool you know yeah um, so that's awesome it's mm-hmm. brought a lot of people closer together and obviously it's highlighted the need to be fit and healthy yeah and sure. you know that's our mission at Hustle One is to make a thousand people in Charleston help them lead fit and healthy lives um, but despite that you know um, COVID was definitely a major turning point in the fitness industry because if you look now everything's coming out online and things like that so oh, you're, yeah um, so that's huge right now, but for the whole first year, you know, I, I wouldn't change anything. Um, I think everything went really well. I'm very happy with the community that we've built so far. Um, and despite that, I think it's gone excellent and I'm just in love with it all. I was going to say like, I kind of felt like it had been longer than a year. I'm like, how have you only been open a year? Cause I don't know. I just feel like I've been seeing it for a while and I feel like it's been a stable, like in the Charleston community for a while. And to hear that it's only been a year yeah. and six months, half of that year was coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like didn't even think Two about months that. of that was shut down. No yeah. Gym. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how did you get new members? What was that like? Like marketing to new people when you were like shut down? Um, well, we pretty much went online in yeah. 48 hours, you know, making that, pulling the plug on being physical. We tried to hold out for as long as yeah. we could, but you know, obviously safety is number one. And I don't want to put anybody in a position where they're not comfortable, you know, working out. So, obviously, we pulled the plug um, along with some, you know, in line with other gyms in the area Mm -hmm. um, before we were forced to shut down. But it really came down to, like, Hustle One, we don't provide workouts. You know, we're not a dumbbell gym. You don't pay us to use our dumbbells or our squat racks. You know, you pay us for our coaching and our accountability. and. You know, that's what, what comes with every single point. membership. So that was the number one thing 
that I tried to convey onto anybody who I came across during COVID. Current members, potential clients, future clients, things like that was that doesn't like, yes, we need to work out, but the workout isn't the workout. It's just something in your schedule that holds you consistent. People are working out from home, waking up at 7.59 for an 8 a.m. Zoom meeting, you know, pajamas rolling out of yeah. bed. Like, schedules just throw out the window, sure. right? Yeah. So my my goal was to provide that sort of beacon of light every single day for people to hold them accountable and to give them something that they look forward to and to keep them consistent. Like a routine. My biggest fear was that, you know, man, the gym's not open. Uh, I don't want to, you know, pay this money for how who knows how long. And then, you know, I'll come back. But... You know, my biggest fear was making sure that when we do get back physically into the gym, it wasn't like there, nobody's fitness dropped off. Yeah, you didn't the first, set yourself back. The first week we had some PRs, you know, with Heck people, yes. yeah, people in the gym hitting PRs. But um, it all came down just to conveying that accountability, that motivation, and just being that beacon for people to have something on their schedule. You know, we provided three classes per day. I was okay. doing like four to five Zoom sessions per day individually. Ooh, yeah. yeah, so. You were busy. Yeah, it was, it was weird. I was like hoping like, man, COVID, cool, shut down, don't yeah, need to wake up break. early. Yeah, I get a break, whatever. But no, I think I worked way harder. Yeah, you got busier. I got sure. way busier. I mean, I reached out to every single member every day. Wow. I was saying, yeah. I, yeah, it was like a marathon some days. You know, I eat my breakfast, drink my coffee, get done with the session. Yeah. And then I just sit on my phone for like an hour, start an hour and a half, just start texting everybody. I kept spreadsheets of everybody. I noted if they showed up for workouts, if they didn't, how the mm. workout went, you know, was it good? If they did this in the workout, what their goals are. So, like, I have, my Google Drive is overfilled right now with... Storage. <laughs> storage. <laughs> storage is at 98%. <laughs> so, I don't have any emails coming oh in because my, my storage is maxed out. But... I think that says a ton, though. Like, just about you and then yeah. your gym. Because, you know, I, I think a lot of gyms were like, oh, we're, we're keeping up with our members. And I'm like... A monthly check-in during coronavirus is not what people need. And for you to take the time to check in with people every single day, yeah. like that's a ton of work. You could have just been like, all right, guys, we're going to have a 12 o'clock Zoom workout every single day. And then yeah. you could literally have just done whatever you wanted. You could have yeah. worked out on your own yeah. for two hours a day if you yeah. wanted to. Like, So I like what you said about this, revealing who you are. Yeah. Like, I think coronavirus is definitely a fork in the road for, obviously, like, a lot of businesses. Unfortunately, a lot of people, like, didn't really deserve to fail, but they yeah. did. It's very unfortunate, you know. It, it's, it separated it, people, though. Yeah, it's very unfortunate, but I think it just showed, you know, your values as a business. You know, our values as a coaching business mm-hmm. is that we care, act, and we put your fitness first. And so everything we do inside the gym, those three things will be upheld. Yeah. Um, and you know, we did stuff. We did happy hour every Friday. We did coffee. Yeah. coffee. Are you still doing that? We did a happy hour for like our one year. Yeah, that's what I thought. Just because you know, a Zoom happy hour. We did a Zoom happy hour, and then they surprised me with a in gym thing. Yes, on Sunday, that's so that was cute. great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we still do things like that. We still utilize Zoom. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that was just big to be able to give something people to look forward to. You know, and. I think that was just huge for a lot of people and just sanity. <laughs> yeah. And oh boredom, gosh. sanity and boredom, you know, like if you're stuck inside all day, everything else is closed outside. What are you going to do? Yeah. Just sit. Are you going to like work out, eat healthy? We did a nutrition challenge during quarantine. Yeah. You know, things like that. Cause you can say it. Oh, I'll go on a run later. I'll work out later. But yeah. like for someone, for like my coach to be texting me like, Hey, which workout are you doing? Today? Right. Like, hey, how are you doing? How are you right. feeling? It yeah. just adds like so much value and I think it's just it helps people 
with everything, like just holding them accountable. Yeah, and we still do that on like now. Yeah, you know, if, if I don't see somebody in the in the gym for a couple of days, I'll shoot them a text or I'll call them. Yeah, you know, and that's where the strategy sessions come into play. Like if I haven't interacted or really chatted with somebody, I'll like, hey, when are you available? Let's hop on the phone. Yeah, you know, and I think that's um, and that's great for my members because they know that they're being heard. You yeah. know, you, you want you want your goals to be heard so that obviously you feel good about every single workout that you do. And they feel that it's like individualized and someone cares. Correct. So now that you open back up, like yeah. are you fully open? What's the deal there now? Are you still doing Zoom? I think you said you were doing a little bit of everything. Yeah. Right? So um, we're fully open with classes in the gym, you mm-hmm. know, maxing to nine people just due to our space. Everybody has yeah. plenty of space, things like that. Um we're still doing personal training in person. We're doing personal training on Zoom. You know, we have clients who we just program for who have home gyms. Mm-hmm. And we do like a flex model like that where they cool. do a couple workouts in their garage. And mm-hmm. if they want to come into the gym to work out, that's mm-hmm. fine as I well. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, because there's still people who, you know, they don't want to be yeah. around people. You know, it's totally understandable. Um, and I've, I've gone psycho with uh, COVID and everything. Like, we <laughs> wear masks. People are asking me, like, how long are you going to wear a mask for? I was like... I see people at 5 a.m. I see people at 6.30 p.m. My biggest fear is transmission through me, yeah. you know, to like a class. Because you're the one person that's always there. Correct. You know, and so that's like my biggest fear. Um, with that being said, we wear masks and I don't know how long we're going to wear masks. Um, you know, Jeremy and Adam, my trainer and my coach, you know, mm-hmm. they've been great with it. They haven't put up a fuss. I mean, obviously, it's not beneficial for a coach to wear a mask because it takes away your verbal cues and like people are i've learned a lot of people are lip readers yeah you know so like when you take your lips away they're like uh yeah okay you know so like you have to get very animated with your movements when you're coaching no like yeah exactly people don't want to get touched still like the whole six feet thing you only have visual cues correct or just you scream really loud (laughs) um or you People don't want to be poking product with a PVC pipe to be put into like a proper position. What you the know, heck? I, I know, I know. <laughs> Six feet. Um, That's a good way to do it. But yeah, so I mean, we're fully open. I still have a lot of people who I train. I yeah. probably do two to three Zoom sessions a day, um, Monday through Friday um, for PT. So you're just catering to like different people and what they need and what they can do right now. Yeah, it all yeah. goes back to your fitness first. Yeah. That's our whole goal to be able to provide something to every single person, no matter what they're looking for. It's obviously helping. It's obviously yeah. working. You just had to buy a whole new rig to yeah, accommodate definitely. more people and more yeah, space. Definitely. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah. All right. So, what has been like your favorite part of the last year of owning your own gym? I wish I could say uh, freedom of time, but mm-hmm. that hasn't been it yet. Yeah. Um, Maybe like freedom, <laughs> of, like you get to use your time the way that you want. Well, no. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was, but uh, we're not there yet. Um, Honestly, my favorite part has been being able to, like, interact and reach people in a different way than I didn't think I would when I opened Hustle One. You know, and, like, we are creating that lifestyle change, and it goes so much more than workouts, and I don't think I was ready for that. When I opened Hustle One or had that in mind. And you were surprised. Yeah, I was just that it had. Yeah, I was I was just surprised that, you know, we went further and beyond than 
um, just those four walls. Like I knew that was going to be a thing that I wanted to eventually mm-hmm. do, but have it actually come to fruition has been great. Um, and I think it's honestly just our gym vibe and community from top down, the oldest person who's been in the gym for the longest to the very new person who started yesterday. It's so intermingled and it's just mm-hmm. so commingled that everybody's just super fluid and everybody's on the same level. So what do you think that you struggled with the most in the last year? Um, you know, it's hard to say because it's hard to look objectively, but yeah. you know, I think it like personally, hustle one's my baby. So I think it's been being able to let go of a lot of things as like a business owner. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've been dealing with this a lot recently. I've been talking to my mentor, like I'm done playing running back, running the ball all the time. I want to yeah. play, I want to play quarterback and start handing the ball off and throwing the ball to other people to take charge and to. You know, take lead. Correct. Yeah. So that is super tough because obviously you want to have more time. Obviously you don't want to be doing this, this, this. Like the hats I wear are numerous, right? All of them. Yeah, all of them. Mm-hmm. I want to cut that down. But at the same time, I want to be so married to building the strongest and greatest brand I can so that when it gets to that point, it's so much easier. So where do you find the balance of like still wanting to be super involved, yeah. but in order to to do like the next steps you need people to come in under you and like take over those roles like james isn't hustle one you know i'm not synonymous with hustle one and i think that is been a struggle because you know i'm i'm the first point of contact with a lot of people a lot of people come to the gym because of me a lot of people sign up because of me but i want them to sign up because of what the gym has to offer not because of me so i think separating yourself from Hustle One or myself from Hustle One, from the brand and my personal, I think yeah. that is something that's in constant, like, just fighting to do Stuff. that. Yeah, it's very yeah. tough because that's how you sort of start out. You become an icon, yeah. you know, with the business, with the brand. You and represent then, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got you to gotta separate yourself a little bit. Like, if I want to live my perfect day, I can't be there all the time. Yeah. So. Well, and that's why you wanted to own your own gym. Correct. Otherwise... You could be a coach at another gym and, you know, run all the plays, but that right. wasn't your goal. No. Yeah. So looking forward, where do you want Hustle One to go? What are your, your end goals? You don't want to be the the brand anymore, right? Like you don't Personally, want Personally. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I mean my my goal for Hustle One is to be its own entity that can run on itself. It puts mm-hmm. staff members and people who truly love coaching and helping people in places and roles that they can succeed at and that they really like to do yeah you know providing other people jobs that they love correct opportunities you know being a coach i mean i've never had a real job (laughs) really yeah straight out of college right to coaching what is a real job though you know you know when i think a real job like the nine to five the cushy paycheck type of thing you know i know exactly (laughs) i Um, love that so i've never had that you know i went to university of richmond in virginia So right out of college, I didn't know what I wanted. I tried to actually become a physical therapist. How'd that go? (laughs) (laughs) Failed twice. (laughs) Did you apply? You didn't get it. Oh yeah, I applied. Applied. Interviews. Nope. So it's all right. It's tough out there. I'm not bitter. Those PTs are the worst. Yeah, I know they're the worst. So competitive. (laughs) God. Um, No, but so I was just like, man, this isn't working out. I'm, you know, I'm out of college a year. What do I want to do? You know, so I started coaching at the gym I was at in California. Where were you in California? That's where I'm from. Oh. I'm from Ventura, California. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I went back home. 
because I didn't have a job or like that game plan. I was trying to get in PT school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to go home, live with mom yeah. and dad, do everything I need to to try and get into school. Didn't work out. So I started coaching and then I got an internship at Pepperdine University okay. in Malibu to work with their sports teams. Isn't that where they filmed Zoe 101? That's a weird question. I yeah. used to want to go Who to that school so bad. Pepperdine? Really? Because yeah, it was beautiful. It's, right? it's literally overlooking the ocean. Yeah, it was yeah. Zoe 101, which yeah. was beautiful. So, lucky you. You had me lost at that show. Okay. Is that Nickelodeon or Disney <gasps> Channel? Oh, I think it's... Oh, God. I don't know. I think it's Nickelodeon. Is it? Shoot. You don't... You didn't watch Zoe 101? No. I was a cartoon freak. Love okay. Cartoons. Britney Spears, younger... Um, uh, sibling, yeah. I think I okay. Sister was. I can envision that's definitely has to be Disney Channel. I don't know. Is it Nickelodeon? You're right. It's definitely not a cartoon. I don't know. I have to look into it. <laughs> Let y'all know. It's for another podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. So you did an internship at Pepperdine. Yeah. What was the internship in? Uh just they're working with their Olympic sports teams and their strength and conditioning department. That's awesome. That's I was just like, you know, I really like this fitness thing. I really like coaching. Were and you doing the fitness thing before? I was coaching, okay. like, at a CrossFit gym. Okay, yeah. Um, and I was coaching during that internship, and yeah. I was like, I really like this. I want, And I think it was at the point where I never thought I could make a career in fitness. So I was like, I need to become a collegiate coach. Because hmm. I think that's the only careers I saw as coaches, not owners, mm-hmm. you know, at that point. Um, so that's what I started doing. And then from there, I went from there, Pepperdine, to Villanova University in Philly, worked with their football team reason I went out there because there was supposed to be a job at the end of the tunnel at the end of that summer. Mm. Tried to work my butt off for it, um, but I didn't get that job. So I was just oh. like, dang, here we go again. Yeah, Let's figure like, it out. What was this for? Let's yeah. figure it out. Um, so instead of moving back home, starting from scratch, I came down here because I have an aunt and uncle who live in Myrtle Beach. I was like, okay. how's Myrtle Beach? I'll try it. <laughs> they're like, no. I was like, okay, I'll go to just Charleston cool. Like, what's around? Because they're like my East Coast family. No. no. So I moved down here okay. and I started coaching in gym, coaching the community here, and then just sort of went from there. Um, and that's the roundabout way of how I came yeah. to where I am now. <laughs> when did you move here? What year? 2016. You've only been here for four years? Yeah. yeah. Dang. I didn't know it happened that fast. Yeah. So you moved down here and then you started coaching part owner and now hustle one. completely different gym hustle yeah. one dang yeah a lot can happen in a few years i know it's it crazy. really it's crazy to look back i mean this first year went by so fast yeah. it's already september i mean it feels like obviously with covid we've been in like a time it's warp. still march yeah right we've been in a time warp this whole time it's tuesday in march yeah, all correct. the time yeah correct <laughs> Well, it is actually tuesday oh, <laughs> you're right sorry you're right oh god okay so is the goal to have like multiple locations of Hustle One, or have you like have you do are there any plans for that? What do you think? Um, the whole goal with Hustle One is to be able to provide for my family and send my kid to college. So River, if, yeah, River to yeah. Puppy College. Oh, you know, eventual, eventual children. We don't have children yet. Yeah, uh, but that's like the whole goal. You know, personally, now the gym goal is to be able to reach as many people as we can, and we're yeah. going to be successful. When we have those members who are trying to live fit and healthy lives that are being coached and trained by people who care, act, and put their fitness first. Yeah. So that's when we'll be successful. Whether that's one gym, two gym. You know, I've heard horror stories of people opening up a second location. You got to double everything and you got to have a lot in the bank to be able to do that. True. Move to a bigger location, potentially. Um, Expand online, definitely. 
Um, so I think there's still a lot of things, you know, more isn't always better. You know, I see yeah. value as being better and I, I'd rather not spread too thin and devalue what I offer to people. And I'd rather keep it at a place where every single person is getting the highest value, you know, fitness professionals that they can. Yeah. You know, so I'd rather have it like that versus I'm so thin because I expanded too quick Just or something like that. For the Correct. purpose of growing. Yeah. Exactly. Trying to yeah. go for the purpose of growing versus what's best. You know, I'd rather keep classes. I like this nine-person class. Oh, I bet. And yeah, we're maxing out so, nice. so much better. As a coach, you can interact with people. Obviously, our space. Everybody has enough space. Mm-hmm. Anywhere upwards of like 12, 15, it's really hard to get that one-on-one connection. And that's why people come to Hustle One. Yeah. For that one-on-one connection and individuality. Um, and I want to keep that. Yeah. So I think growing for the sake of growing... It's great and all if you can do it and if you have a plan with it, but right now, not really the goal. Our plan is just to provide the highest value possible to our members and yeah, future it's like members. Invest in the people that you have now and right. like the members that you have now, and it'll grow accordingly. Yeah, it'll grow organically as it's yeah. meant to be grown, and I think it's just that's what happened this past year, setting up that foundation to take off in year two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your mission is to help a thousand people in Charleston. Right? Live fit and healthy lives. There it is. There it it's is. like you haven't memorized. <laughs> so where did you come up with that? And how are you, like, where does the thousand come in? I think that's a doable number. You know, we're sitting right upwards of 90 to 100 members. Obviously, a gym is a turnstile door. People come, people go. So we've interacted with probably 200 plus, 250 members, you know, or yeah. just people who we've chatted with who... Maybe Hustle One wasn't for them and they chose a different gym based on location or what just was more comfortable with them. You know, but having that conversation has still affected them to go okay. seek out, you know, fitness and health versus just coming. So are we gonna be a gym of a thousand That's people? I was like, no. wait a minute. You know, I don't know. I won't say no, knock on wood, you know. I won't Sorry say no. Gross. Yeah, I know. Um, but you know, interacting with a thousand people, okay. it could be something as simple as somebody seeing an Instagram post of you know, a salad that we post and like, Hey, I'm gonna eat a salad today. Big ass salad. My big ass salad. <laughs> and we're going to, I'm going to eat a salad. I'm going to do this every day. Yeah. So it's, it's well, all like cr- impacting. Correct. You can impact way more people than that. Yeah. But you know, you I think, have. I think just thinking about it and mm-hmm. where we are and whatnot, I think that's a very good starting point for where we want the gym to go and what type yeah. of, you know, community, gym, fitness, everything, coaching we want to be. So have you had your salad today? Uh, no. Today's been crazy. Mm. I know. No salad? No. Maybe I'll go to Chipotle and get a salad. Does that count? Is that even a salad? (laughs) It's a Chipotle bowl, but they add a little bit more lettuce. Yeah, just like, just like a little lettuce wrapped in tortilla with some rice and beans. I think it counts, though, based on your definition. It's green. It's green. It's a way to mix a lot of things together and get a lot of nutrients. Yeah, there you go. Salad. Definition. I'm not a big salad girl. I don't know. Unless it's Chipotle salad. It's like, how do you get enough carbs, right? You gotta, like, add... I throw, like, beans in it. Yeah. Um, so funny story is, uh, I've actually, uh, Abby and I, we've been meatless for the past like five, six weeks. Really? Yeah. We've been eating fish, but red meat, yeah. chicken, poultry. What drove that decision? Um, got the honest, meat too much? No, just like staring <laughs> at the meat department in the store and being like, ah, chicken, I'm about to vomit in my mouth right now. You know, it was yeah, just that. like, how do you want to cook it? And we're like, oh, I don't want to do salsa and crock pot chicken every week. So we're like, you know what, let's just like not eat meat for now. And, um, you know, I have family history of prostate cancer, so red oh, meat really? isn't good for that. 
So, um, obviously to do myself a favor of starting now, I was like, you know what? I can cut it out. We'll see what happens. How's it going? It's going well. You like it? Don't mind it at all. We eat a lot of fish now, which is good. Oh, yeah. Because it was like always that type of thing. Like we knew we needed to eat more fish, but we buy chicken and oh, turkey cook. and stuff because yeah. it's so much easier and cleaner and not as like gross to cook. That's true. But if you buy an air fryer and you just put the fish in it, game changer. Dude, the air fryer is a game changer. Best, best investment. Yeah. It really is. I mean, you can make everything. I'm anything. I I've yet to find something you can't make in the air yeah. fryer. I mean, we put Oreos in the air fryer. Really? I don't know if like you're supposed to. Do that. <laughs> sure. Why not? Do you <laughs> like batter them in something? No. Literally. Just stuff them in there. Just just put them in there. What does it do? Just melt the frosting? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. It just nice. makes it like really better. Warm. Yeah. Yeah. But start with them frozen for sure. And then yeah. freezer to air fryer. For, yep, straight to it. We gotcha. haven't put like ice cream in there, but I wonder what like, a banana would be like in there. You think it would just melt? Yeah, uh, probably yeah, just mushy. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm new to the air fryer, and I'm so. It's in great. It. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I, I use it for like every meal. And that's I'm why like, like we started eating more fish because of the air fryer, and it's like it takes mm. 13 minutes to cook really two fillets, easy. and like yeah. you just put lemon, salt, any type of stuff you want on it, and yeah. it's just like boom, there it is. So on kind of that note, so you mentioned like a couple times you've had to sacrifice like your own, I wouldn't say fitness, but like you can't work out for two hours a day. Anymore. No. Yeah. So like what is, what does your fitness look like now? What is that like for you? Um, it's more important that I do something than not do anything or, you know, it's, yeah. it came to a lot of times where like, uh, I don't, I can't work out cause I can't fit it in in an hour or I don't have an hour to work out. I was yeah. like, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to do 30 minutes. Just do you know, something. Do something. But I got, and that was like the whole first year. It was a very big battle of mm-hmm. my personal well-being versus the gym's well-being. You know, like you put, I put myself to the side. It's you a know? huge sacrifice though. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Ate like crap. Drank coffee all the time. Mm, I'm, I'm doing that right now. You know, like yeah. so much coffee. Um, it, was, it, was, it was that point where like obviously the gym was number one priority even over myself. You know, so like my workouts... Nope, maybe twice a week if I could. You know, the first couple of months were just everything's all over the place. You're trying to do something yeah. new. So um, it was hard to get adjusted there. But mm-hmm. this whole year I've been in a pretty good groove. Like I'm working out like five times a week. Yeah, and I set that self, I set that time aside for myself because mm-hmm. I know it's super important. So I don't want to be cranky when I'm coaching a class because I didn't work out or I feel stressed. I need to get like a workout in. I don't want to take it out on anybody. You're like so. jealous of your members for getting to work out. Yeah. Like sometimes like, yeah, Hey, you guys get to work out. Why can't I? I, yeah. I, I pay the bills. <laughs> I'm yeah, just kidding. Exactly. But, um, you know, now that I have coaches, obviously it's hop into classes and things like that. And, you know, it took me, I didn't do a class with people until like six months in probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I didn't have, you know, I was coaching all the classes. Yeah. So being able to do like classes now, so much fun. Oh, for so sure. I'm so tired of working out by myself. Yeah, cardio by yourself is oh no terrible. Yeah. Like that's I can lift by myself yeah. fine, but like doing long, especially like longer cardio, yeah. anything that's supposed to be like push yourself high intensity, no way. I'm like I'll just stop. Yeah, yeah I'll just I'll just do more bicep curls. Yeah. Totally fine. <laughs> I'm like I'll bench. Yeah, <laughs> rather do that. But yeah, so that was a struggle. But I I got in a good groove now. Yeah, so I think it's important. It's you know I. It, it came down to being a hypocrite. I preach this every single day, but I'm not taking my own advice. Yeah. And same thing with my nutrition. Eat this, eat this, when I'm going home and just stuffing my face with whatever is in front of me. Yeah. Got to practice what you preach. 
hey, maybe you shouldn't drink too much coffee or put that creamer in your coffee. Meanwhile, I'm just chugging creamer with like my coffee. You know, yeah, yeah, you know. So it's just practice what you preach yeah. type of thing. And I think feel like I've been able to offer a better service, taking you know, uh, you know, my own medicine that I tell people. Yeah, you I know? would also think that like it makes you seem like a real person. Like yeah. it showed people that you weren't just this like robot. That, like, life happens. Like, shit happens. Like, you have long, stressful days. And sometimes you just got to eat what you have in your fridge. Right. Because, like, not every day is going to be, like, you work out for two hours and you hit your macros. So, I, I like, I understand, like, practicing what you preach. Yeah. Because it probably got to the point where you were like, wait, I've only had coffee today and yeah. no water. Right? Yeah. But to set that example of, like, hey, I can just easily pick back up and, and get back on track for right. your members was probably, probably really tough, honestly. Like, a tough transition going from someone who could, like... Really prioritize yourself. Yeah. And then all of a sudden having all of these other priorities and like really taking in, like you really care about your members. And so it's like you took all their burdens, like all of their goals, and you were like really like pouring yourself out into other people so you didn't right. have enough for yourself. Yeah. Like my own energy bank was depleted because yeah. it was going towards other people, mm-hmm. you know, which is fine. You know, that's what I wanted to do and that's what I really like to do. But I also, to be able to be the business owner and the, you know, the leader of my community, I need to take care of myself. Yeah, there's a balance there. Yeah, I, I want to do, like, obviously walk, walk it like I talk it type of thing. Yeah. You know, and so um, that was tough, but it's been a good transition since. I've gone into a good groove, my daily schedule and everything like that, where I yeah. allot that hour. So, you know, I tell people, like, just give me, like, two hours a week. That's it. Whether it's a couple PT sessions, 30 minutes, it's two classes, just give me that at least. And I can't give that to myself. You know, That's like two hours out of the whole week, three hours out of the entire week. You can't, you can't yeah. find that to work out. Yeah. I mean, you it's know? really just about like holding yourself accountable, like making the schedule and Correct. being like, like what you said, being consistent. Like Correct. if you, I don't care if you do the hardest, like best workout one day a week, it's, it's not going to help you towards your goals if you yeah. don't do something every day. Correct. Yeah. So what would you say like for someone what would you tell someone who's, like, thinking about doing what you're doing? What's, like, your biggest piece of advice? Like, opening a gym? Yeah. You better love the hell out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you really should. Um, yeah, it's not easy, obviously. I would say the first piece of advice, gym, coffee shop, whatever it is, mm-hmm. online business, whatever it is, is find a mentor, find a coach. You know, there people are coming to you to be, to be their coach. You need a coach as well. Um, so that's my per- my first piece of advice. But um, for the gym world, like you better love the heck out of it. You better like breathe it, live it every single day, um, or else it's going to be very tough. So obviously, there's highs, there's lows. There's like, man, I got to pay this bill right now. So you got to be, <laughs> you know, like shoot, what's that going to do yeah. to you know what the numbers look like for next month, or what is it going to do to you know being able to pay this bill at the same time, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So it's, it's your baby. Yeah. It's your whole life. Yeah, correct. Yeah, if you're not ready to be consumed a million percent by it, then don't do it. I think that's a really good point to make because I feel like so many people assume that coaches and owners are like the fittest, most like yeah. elite people in the gym and that's why they started the gym so yeah. that they could like work out on their own. Correct. And I'm like, that's not why most yeah. people do this. I think it's a it's definitely like a fantasy. And I had it too. I was yeah. like, oh you own a gym, coach, work out all the time, do whatever, hang out mid-afternoon because there's no classes. Great. Perfect. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I have that too. Dream job. Yeah, yeah. dream job. Um, but like behind the scenes work, it's a lot. 
Saturday afternoon, Sundays. Closing every night. Yeah. Cleaning more now. I do more work on Saturdays and Sundays because there's not a class I need to finish stuff up for to get ready for. You know, I can block off the most time. But then that's also taken away from family time. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just a fine balance of what you want to be immersed in. And you know, like, if you're not ready to take, like, a very financially big hit and burden, you shouldn't open, like, a gym because, I mean, you can go make money at McDonald's. You can make more money working, like, 30, 40 hours a week. Fitness is, you know. Like, we're not in this for the money. Correct. You know, Even so. though it's so valuable. Correct. Is, is that the thing? Like, do people just not value it? For, um, and like, obviously, it's it can be lucrative. Like, you can be successful yeah, for and, sure. and steady and things like Definitely. that. But, but the way that I would think that, you know, exercise is medicine. We don't get yeah. paid like pharmaceutical companies. Correct. But I would yeah. say we do way more. You know, and that's like a lot of things where we've had that great success with was just like, people coming off of high blood pressure medicine because they started working out. Yeah. You know, if I'm chatting with somebody and like that's the situation, I'd be like, would you rather pay for this or would you rather pay, come out, come hang, hang out, have fun Mm -hmm. and get fit in the process. You're going to pay somehow. Yeah. You know? And so it's, it's really looking at, yeah, like you said, what you value the most. And I think if you portray value to the community, to your members and everything like that, I think that goes a long way in what you should do and want to do as like a gym and it's just a business overall yeah all right so last question (laughs) what do you see for the next year if you were to tell the future about hustle one fitness what's the next year look like for you um the next year looks amazing the most super (laughs) awesome year ever okay (laughs) um um, personally the next year for my married right yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to be married in October, but hashtag COVID. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just better play it safe than sorry. So obviously big personal things. Yeah. Uh, we're buying a house on Friday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so, so that's wild. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> so uh, obviously big personal things, but you know, as a gym, um, basically making its, you know, its landmark in the West Ashley Charleston area and solidifying itself as a go-to you know, business in place for any type of fitness, nutrition, lifestyle changes. And, you know, my whole goal is to put people in the places where they can succeed so that they can further help my clients. World domination. Yeah, we'll start with West Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) We'll start there. West Ashley, world domination. (laughs) Got it. All right, James. Thank you so much. This has been awesome. Where can our followers find you? On Instagram? You got social media? Yeah, we're very heavy on the social media. Mm-hmm. I love the posts where you're like, I beat Abby today. Or like, Abby beat me today. Or like, they're funny. Before yeah. and after Chipotle, after she beats me or I beat her. Ooh. That's what it was. Um, so obviously, hustleonefitness.com. All of our information is up there. We're super transparent. You know, we're not trying to hide anything. The most important thing if you're listening and you want to get started is to go to hustleandfitness.com, intro call, set a time, and let's chat. You know, I love to chat with people. It's something I really look forward to because everybody comes from a different background. But, you know, at the, the bottom line is we just all want to be fit and healthy. And there's so many different ways we can help you do that. And the most important thing is having that conversation so we know how to help you best. You know, we don't try and fit you into our model. We try and fit our model to you so that we can help you. Love that. Um, and then at Hustle One Fit Instagram and then Hustle One Fitness on Facebook. No Twitter, huh? 
Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that does anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go look up where Zoe 101 is. Okay. Right. Thanks, James. This has been awesome. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on the Healthy Chelsea Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, we would love for you to head over to Instagram, search Healthy Charleston, one word, like, follow, comment on today's episode. If you have any questions, comments, if you have possible guests that you want us to bring on, if you have any topics you want us to discuss, reach out there, send us a direct message. We would love some feedback. Also, if you get any extra time, head over to iTunes, give us a rating. Again, put comments there. We love your feedback. Have a phenomenal day.